So often, following our greatest triumphs, we often experience our greatest troubles. Just when we think we've made it over, right after the moment, it feels like it's okay to take a breath or take it easy. Trouble has the tendency to come into our lives. Last week, we got a chance to enter into the life of David. We talked about all about, despite him being rejected, cast aside, looked over and forgotten by his family, God had not forgotten David. In fact, God said David was a man after his own heart. I want you to know, if you are listening to me right now, God has not forgotten you. He sees your heart and not only has he anointed you in the midst of your brothers and sisters, he is preparing a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Your cup is about to run over. I want you to know that no matter what the circumstance is, you don't have to be afraid. Why? Because God is going to allow you to be triumphant in the midst of your troubles. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today on Let's Wrap, we're going to be continuing with our four-part series, Change Me, O God, The Life of David, Triumph in the Midst of Trouble. Our key scripture for this entire series is going to be coming from Psalms, the 51st chapter, beginning at the 10th verse. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me out from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Let's wrap. The Bible tells us that David followed after God unlike Saul, the current king. And because David followed after God, the Bible says the Lord was with David. Somebody needs to know today that if the Lord is with you, you have no need to fear in the time of troubles. When the Lord is on your side, we don't have to fear what man can do with to us. When the Lord is on your side, he is more than the whole world against you. As long as the Lord is on your side, man can't curse what God has blessed, no matter how much he tries. Today, God is granting us a clear glimpse into the life of David so we can see firsthand what it looks like when the Lord is on our side. Despite all of the troubles that David was going through, God still allowed him to be triumphant. Throughout today's Let's Wrap, we will see that God never stopped David's troubles, but what he did do was cause him to triumph in the midst of his troubles. I could only imagine it had to be troublesome even difficult for David as a young boy, wondering why he being the youngest of all his father's son was the one that was chosen to be sent out in the wilderness. I'm almost certain there had to be times when he felt alone, maybe even afraid while obediently watching over the sheep, trying to keep them as well as himself safe from the bears and the lions. Yet in the midst of his trouble, in the midst of feeling afraid at times, maybe of being in the wilderness alone, even as a youth, God calls David to triumph. God gave David the strength he needed to not only pursue after, but to conquer and to kill both a lion and a bear while in his wilderness experience. Just like David, we have to be encouraged when we go through our wilderness experience. To those who are listening to me right now, those who feel like trouble is all around you, those who are under tremendous attack from the enemy and feel like the enemy is carrying away your health, those who feel like the enemy is trying to carry away your marriage, 
No doubt the enemy is attacking you relentlessly. No doubt it feels like he's closing in. He's coming at you like the wild bear or a roaring lion seeking to devour you, but not only you, your entire bloodline. I want you to know the Lord your God is with you. He is strengthening you. Even as I speak, you will come out of this wilderness experience victoriously and you won't lose not one of your sheep. Just like David, even in the midst of trouble, we can be confident when walking on the battlefield of life. When I think about David going out on the battlefield in the midst of all his troubles of having to face Goliath, no doubt Goliath was towering over him being the giant that he was. Now the Bible says that Goliath saw David was little more than a boy glowing with health and handsome. And he despised David and began to taunt him by saying, am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? Not only did Goliath begin to taunt David, but he cursed David by his gods and threatened to feed David's flesh to the birds and the wild animals. Now the Bible says when the soldiers of the army heard this, they were greatly afraid, but not David. No, David knew that his God had already prepared him for this battle by giving him the victory over the wild beast in the wilderness. He was not afraid of what man could do to him. And because David trust in the living God, God calls David to triumph over Goliath, the uncircumcised Philistine, killing him with a slingshot and a stone. I need you to hear me today and make no mistake about it. You have to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your enemy despises you. Your enemy is threatened by your spiritual glow. That's right. He sees it. And though he can't do anything with it, he don't want you to have it. You can best believe that the giants that we are facing in our lives today only come to intimidate us. Those giants are there to cause us to back down, to be afraid, to give up. When we begin to think about giant circumstances we're facing in our life, I want you to know it's only illusion. Those giants are appearing bigger than what they truly are. So you can believe that no matter who's coming against you, who's talking about you, no matter who's taunting you, no matter who's lying on you or trying to curse you, the Lord is about to deliver your enemies into your hand. God is going to cause you to be triumphant in the midst of your trouble. He is giving you the victory without a sword. There is no need for you to fight in this battle because this battle belongs to the Lord. As we can see, David just had a very triumphant moment. We know that after David's victory with Goliath, he found favor with the current king, King Saul. King Saul took David home, treating him as his own son. Now David ministered to the king by playing the harp when he was troubled by an evil spirit. He became best friend with Saul's son, Jonathan. King Saul was so pleased with David that he gave him a high rank in his army. David became a great warrior, killing tens and thousands of men. Throughout my studies, I learned that David eliminated majority of his surrounding enemies, such as the Amulites, the Philistine, the Moabites, Syrians, and the Amorites. But as I stated before, with every triumph that David overcame, David faced more and more trouble. Now, this same person, the current king, King Saul, the man that he found favor with, the one he spent years ministering to had now became extremely jealous of David and was now attempting to kill David by throwing a javelin at him. Two times while ministering to King Saul, David had to escape death. 
The Bible says Saul was afraid of David. He was afraid of David, one, because the Lord was with him. Number two, because of his great success. Everything David did was a great success because the Lord was with him. And number three, because he was wise. You need to know that the enemy of your soul is jealous of you. Not only is he jealous of you, but the enemy of your soul is afraid of you. He doesn't want you to know he's afraid of you, but he's afraid of you. Why? Because he knows that the Lord, your God, the Lord Elohim, the Lord Yahweh, the Lord King of King, Lord of Lords is with you. The line of Judah is on your side because you are a great success because everything that your hand touch, God is going to allow to prosper as long as you be obedient to his will. Why? Because God has given you the Holy Spirit, which is wisdom. You have the wisdom of God living on the inside of you. You better know that your enemy is jealous, that his desire is to come to steal, kill, and destroy you. But as long as the Lord, your God is with you, God will cause you to triumph in the midst of your trouble. Somebody may be saying today, how do you know this to be true, Elder Walker? Why? Because when King Saul gave David his daughter, Michael, to wed in hopes that she might become a snare to David, God calls her to love David instead, not only to love David, but to be his protection. She deceived her own father to help David escape. I want you to be encouraged today and know that that person that your enemy has sent in your life to be a snare, God is about to use that person to be a blessing. God is about to use that person to be your protection. The Bible said he will make our enemies our footstool. Not only did God use Michael, King Saul's daughter, to help David escape death, he also used King Saul's son, Jonathan, David's best friend. They continued to help David again and again. So be encouraged, no matter what it is that you are going through today, you have to know that your God, your God is a big God and he will provide you a way of escape. And though your enemy is relentlessly pursuing after you to kill you, you need to know that God is about to use his seed now to be a blessing to your life. But don't think just because his seed is being a blessing that your enemy is going to stop pursuing you. Even after David continued to escape David's snares, he yet continued to pursue after David to kill him. But even in the midst of all David's troubles, God continued to allow David to be triumphant in the face of his enemies. David's prosperity and his popularity and influence increased greatly throughout the land. I want to leave you something to think about. I want to go back to what I stated in the beginning of the podcast. Often at the great triumphant moment come great failure or even disappointment. Think about it. All we just covered after almost every triumphant moment, David still found himself dealing with trouble. Now let's take a look at what trouble means. Trouble means difficulty or problems, bothered, disturbed, preyed upon someone's mind, weighted down. No matter how much trouble David was faced with, every difficult problem, think about it, being pursued by King Saul, being bothered, being disturbed, having to uproot, to go on the run, being preyed upon by King Saul, being weighted down with thoughts of his death could come at any moment, constantly looking over his shoulder. But yet, throughout every trouble, God was still with David. Why? I begin to ask God, why is it that even though David was finding himself in the midst of trouble, you were still right there with David? Immediately, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me concerning this. He said, why was I there with David? Because David had his heart 
turned towards me. God began to let me know that David trusted in me and not in himself. Up to this point, David had not caused any of the things that were happening to him to come upon himself. What am I saying? I'm saying everything that was done to him up to this point had not come from his own doing, but in fact, it had come from the hands of others towards David. So David was in a place where the trouble that he was facing in his life was not brought upon him by himself. And that is why God continued to cause David to be triumphant in the midst of his trouble. What am I saying? I'm saying we have to be careful to know the difference between troubles others are causing us in our lives or our own failures and shortcomings, which also has the tendency to bring about troubles that we've caused on ourselves in our own lives. We need to closely examine our lives and our situation and make sure that what we're going through, the hardship that we're being faced with, or the circumstances is a result of someone else's doing and not our own. Many times we blame others for what we ourselves have caused. Then we hide our hands as if we've done nothing. More than anything, we have the audacity to look down on others or even worse, some of us expect God to bless us in the midst of our mess. But no matter what David was faced with, he waited for his appointed time. David continued to wait patiently for his change to come. Yeah, he spent years on the run. I could not even imagine away from his family, his best friend, Jonathan, his wife, Michael. Yet what I love about David is David did not allow his situation or his circumstance to make him bitter. He just kept right on honoring God. And as long as he honored God, God was with him. Not only did he honor God, but as we continued throughout the study, we saw that um, David continued to honor King Saul, the current king. Even though King Saul pursued after David relentlessly, wanting to kill him and take his life, David continued to give him honor. David would not touch a hair on his head, neither would he allow anyone else to touch the anointing of God. God. David continued to honor King Saul until the day he died. I am totally convinced because of his obedience to God, God allowed David to be triumphant in the midst of his troubles. You can be encouraged that today, as long as you keep your eyes on God, as long as you continue to be obedient to his word, no matter what it is you're going through that's caused to you by others, God is going to continue to allow you to be triumphant in the midst of your troubles. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just love you today. God, we appreciate you and we praise you. God, it is no secret that all around us, there are troubles. Though we have times or seasons of triumphant moments, then trouble comes. Father, we thank you for allowing us to be able to stand in integrity, to be able to stand with our hell's head high, to know, God, that this battle is not ours, but this battle is yours. God, our job is to be obedient and allow you to fight our battles, God. Lord, we trust you ever more. We thank you for your word today, God. 
We thank you for allowing us to be able to look into the life of David and see the things that you have showed us through your word, through David's life. God, we just love you today. Allow us to continue to see ourselves as we unfold these pages of the life of David. Continue, God, to allow us to come to a place of humbling ourselves just as David did in Psalms 51, that we might come to a place of repentance. Lord, we just love you. We thank you. We trust you ever the more. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow, what an awesome lesson on the life of David. I encourage you guys to come back next week for our eye-opening podcast as we continue to explore Change Me, O God, the life of David. As always, we want to thank each and every one who takes the time out of your busy life to follow us, to like, to share, to comment, to continue to listen and support this podcast. We just thank each and every one of you for everything that you do. We want you to go to our Facebook page if you're listening by this podcast. And if you have not yet clicked on us to be a part of our Facebook family, we want you to please join us on Facebook. Again, you're going to go to Yasha, Y-A-S-H-A, Ministry Walker, W-A-L-K-E-R on Facebook. That's Yasha Ministry Walker. From time to time, we do give away prizes from supporters giveaway. We don't want you to miss out on a thing. We want you to be a part of our Facebook family. All you have to do is continue to listen, continue to like, continue to comment, and most of all, share. Help us take the gospel around the world. On behalf of Elder Walker and myself, we love you and appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts, but just know that God loves you more. Until the next time, have a blessed day.